Why do you call Vegas Golden Knights Canada's team? Because, Jim, it pisses everybody off. That's why. How about that? And when you stop reacting to it, I might stop. Well, if you tried <laughs> to make the Leafs Canada's team, everybody else would revolt. If exactly. you tried to make Calgary Canada's team, everybody else Well, Vegas is kind of a neutral party. It's everybody's town. Vegas belongs to everybody. That's right. It's Canada's team. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, uh, welcome, everybody. You're good, you. You guys, you're good. Because we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Oh, yeah. On the program, on episode number 502 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show, I say a big howdy to uh, Canada and to Canadian sports fans around the world. I just opened the Prairie Mobile text line, and a text has come in from the 253. Good morning, gents. Listening from Seattle. Can't wait to hear Andy on the show. Are we going to stick with this Canada's daytime sports talk show, or are we going to say the world's daytime sports talk show? Yeah, we're going to have to. Might have to update that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Andy Ide will be joining us from ESPN 710 Seattle. I remember it from the KJR days. Andy Ide will be coming up here later on in hour one. And the ageless and the peerless John Liu will be joining us from Montreal for a very fun day here on the RP Show. And I just got to say on that Canada's team thing, but I've been calling the Vegas Golden Knights all year, by the way. This isn't new. Right. Um, Bar Down tweeted today, are the Canadians Canada's team? And predictable destruction and devastation right everywhere right and uh i was gonna retweet it and say no that's the at golden knights but i'm like you know what? i'm just, i'm just gonna tone it down for a while because now the rest of the world's caught up yeah they're paying attention <laughs> yes <laughs> so i'll just stand down a little bit on that but uh it's a fun day and, and speaking of i'll get to your comments in a moment who's facebooking from the iks media account is that paul has to be yeah Watching from the IKS studios today. Have a great show, everyone. That's the infamous Paul, whom I haven't seen in ages. He's obviously on one of the floors below. He apologized in a text to me last night that he hasn't been around here as much. But he's got things to do. Okay, I wondered. I was getting worried. Yeah, You've been missed. And uh, Jen, down at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, says, Good morning, crew. Colorado can't seem to finish a game. Blew another lead to lose it in the third. My guy, Jack... Listen, they're reading my diary that's in my Quick Six Show Topics. So let's, let's hit them, Jordan, please. Quick Six Show Topics. We got, a lot, we got a lot to get to here in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work right after coffee. <laughs> um, number one, the Vegas Golden Knights. Down the Colorado Avalanche 3 2 in overtime last night. And it was amazing. And I'm sorry, I'm a Golden Knights fan. I, I, similar to, I think, what Jets fans felt every time Connor McDavid picked up the puck and started to watch. <gasps> that was me last night. Those emotions, right? You know what it's like when your team's in it. Yes. You had that last round. Yeah. Um, so Mark Stone, he's a warrior. I saw somebody tweeting about why is Mark Stone the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights when you got Max Pacioretty there, and I'm like, just stick to what you know, okay? Mark Stone is the heart and soul of the Vegas Golden Knights, and you saw why last night. My good man, Jack Fulton, uh, we were texting back and forth. He's writing in today. We're texting during the game last night. He's like, we really need the flower here, and I'm like, we need everybody. 
And they got him. They got it from everybody last night. Where's Jack's comment? I'll get to it. There it is. Canada's team showed a lot of grit, desire, character last night. Great win. So, hey, everybody's excited in, uh, in the Valley and as far as the Golden Knights fan base goes. But it's not over. I'm, I could see it going seven. How about you? I could, too. Yeah. I could, too. Colorado, I mean, they dominated most of the first, well, the first half of that hockey game. And, you know, it could have been four or five nothing if it wasn't for Marc-Andre Fleury. He let in that muffin of a first goal. And, but then he looked right at the guys with the hand. He's like, I got it. And he, and he took ownership of the game after that. And he really did. For me... It was the third period. It was that penalty kill with seven minutes left in the third. Yeah. Colorado got that power play and didn't get a shot on goal. That's when I knew. I mean, they came back and had the momentum, but that's when I knew Vegas had something special going on. And it reminded me of game two a little bit where Philip Grubauer played so well and kind of stole one for the Avs. Fleury did the same thing. And Stone, I mean, had that chance late in regulation to win it and then was able to do it in overtime. That was a, that was a fun one. Jeff, the Stamps fee, uh, Stampeders fan, said, would Montreal play Las Vegas in the next round? Montreal will play the winner of Vegas, Colorado. And it's looking good. Vegas can nail this down Thursday night in Game 6 at T-Mobile, but it ain't over yet. But you mentioned the goal that, that Flower muffed. I mean, stunning. Not 99 times out of 100 would the flower have that. He would have it 999 times out of 1,000. He knows you don't do that. That's tough. It was a simple, yeah, but they came back. It was frustrating. And, of course, I was that guy because you saw Miko Ranton and got away with a cross-check on that same shift. And I'm tweeting that. They missed a cross-check on this goal. And I'm like, Rod, don't, don't be that guy. And then I deleted it. And somebody screenshotted it and tweeted it. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm emotional. What I say, don't tweet when your team's playing. That's right. Don't follow my own advice. <laughs> uh, point two, Tampa Bay uh, eliminates Carolina. And did you see Rod Brindamore after the game? He said, Andre Vasilevsky. Brindy goes, I've seen a lot of great goalies. He's the best I've seen. And the interesting quote that he said, and I don't know if you saw it, because the dominator made all those great saves and he made him look hard. Remember, he's diving all over the place. Yes. <laughs> made him look impossible. Yes on his back and that's why he's in the hall of fame he goes Vasilevsky makes it look easy he's doing all the same things so Carolina's still climbing the mountain and then just on Tampa by the way I saw our dear friend Craig Button asked on Sports Center. they said does Tampa have what it takes who's gonna stand in the way of Tampa to win the Stanley Cup and I Craig basically says, I, I think he said he thinks Lightning will, will win the Stanley Cup, but I think what's standing in their way are the New York Islanders and, dare I say, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're halfway there. I know. We have a pension to get ahead of ourselves in these things. Anyways, moving on to point three here in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric, Garrett Cole. Listen, you don't need to be the biggest baseball fan to get into what's going on there. The Yankees ace got called out by Josh Donaldson the other the, last week, the bringer of rain for using illegal substances. What do they call it, Clark? Spider tack or something? All sorts of names, he says, for whatever. Pine tar, rosin, all the stuff that they... Did you see Garrett Cole? The reporter asked the Yankees ace, have you used this illegal substance? His response? Err... You can tell Garrett Cole's a good guy. Ooh, you can't lie. He couldn't, he couldn't can't. lie. He was Jim Carrey. Yes. Liar, liar. <laughs> the pen is blue. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was me. 
Oh, my God. That might be the most quotable movie of all time, right? <laughs> oh, Garrett Cole. And that's about as much time as I want to spend on that because I don't get baseball. You baseball people got to help me out with that. Similar to the Astros and the sign stealing. I'm like, wait, so what's the, what's allowed and what isn't? Yeah. You know, Garrett Cole's like, this has been handed down through generations or decades of baseball. I, he admitted to using it. So are you going to discipline the guy or not? Right. You kind of have to. Well, Josh Donaldson called him out because he obviously knew. Come on. Everybody knows what goes on with every other team. It reminds me of Bo Levi Mitchell calling out the Riders with uh, what they call it, the Chicken Gate or Chicken Squad. Remember that back in the day? Yeah. And it's just, they were guilty of it. So what? Are you going to be mad at Bo? Are you going to be mad at Josh Donaldson? So what are you going to do with Garrett Cole now? Because they haven't decided yet. I guess they just said last week they're going to crack down on this. Right. So what, what are you going to do, Major League Baseball? There's always something with them, right? And it's very rarely good. Yeah. Point four, CFL stuff. Um, I just have written CFL stuff because that is a pretty broad topic. Um, so they're going to vote June 14th on whether they're going to kick off August 5th or not. I see David Naylor tweeting this morning that he thinks that they're going to vote yes. And then there's people that are tagging us, and I've told them to stand down. There was a report this morning that the Blue Bombers are hiring concession staff and parking people, and people are tagging us going, see, why would they do that if they're not going to play? And then Naylor's thing this morning, and people are tagging us saying, well, did Naylor says that they're going to vote yes. Stop tagging us, okay? I've made our point very clear. I'll believe it when I see it. I've seen the letters that have gone out to the players from the coaches. And I'm not going to go any further. I've seen the plan. It all still stems on having enough people in the crowds to play. And it's like, if you're not fully vaccinated, it's almost like, don't bother showing up. Because if you're not fully vaccinated, you're not going to be able to leave your, your home. You're not going to be able to leave your hotel room. You're not going to be able to go home on the bye week. And... Six, the, the, the report that I saw, the last report that I saw was that 6% of Canadians are fully vaccinated, right? 6%. Canadians are supposed to be quarantining in what, nine days? Something-ish, late June, starting their quarantine process. These are young, healthy men. They're not exactly front of the line to get vaccinations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how many of them have... One shot, let alone two. The timelines just aren't really adding up to me. So I'll believe it when I see it when they kick off August 5th. Or we'll see what that vote is on June 14th. But stop tagging us. Stop irritating us. Because you don't have the information that I have. And I'm just sitting here every day. If you can find somewhere that I've been wrong in the last year, I'm willing to listen to you. Show me. Does that cover it? Yeah. No one's saying they're not going to play. We haven't had any scoops no. of any decisions. It's just, hey, look, at there's still a chance they won't play. And to me, there's two things that are going to happen in this June 14th vote. They're going to vote to play August 5th, and they're going to rush everybody into camp, and we're going to be, what do they say? Bob's your uncle. Ben, Bob's your uncle. Everything's good. Or they're going to say, look, it, there's not enough time. Not enough time. Can't get everybody to camp in time. We haven't given them enough notice. We're going to push, you know, kick this can down the road. And now we're targeting Labor Day, and we'll give you an update on that 
on August 5th. You know, that's kind of the two things. Canceling the season, I don't think that's going to happen on June 14th. Those are the two things that can happen. So I'm optimistic that they'll well, say yes. And but. by the way, it's interesting comment from Robin Stewart watching on YouTube says talking about the CFL is like talking about a dead relative. I don't know what you mean about that because as they say, if you don't talk about the dead, they die again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to remember these people, but that's kind of where the CFL is. I, I sort of get your point, but Mike Kelly is checking in from Bathtub Reef Beach, Florida. He sent me a photo. <laughs> Just to, Hey, Coach Kelly. Of course he did. What the heck is going on? Are we even, does anybody watching in Canada anymore? Did I just knock my hat off? Yeah. I think I got another goal. Hang on. (laughs) I have another Golden Knights hat right here. He's just get another one ready to go. (laughs) Right on cue. I love it. Right on cue. That was team issued, by the way. How about that? Uh, Point five. The Blue Jays spanked at Chicago last night. I don't want to talk about it. Robbie Ray got roughed up last night. Uh, And I'm not talking about Hannah Montana's dad. And point six, this CN Tower stuff we got to spend a minute on. We got to spend a minute on. And I might just defer to Darren. Can you put the photo up? This was tweeted by CN Tower. I guess we could call it Canada's structure. Look at that. And I don't need to read it, but they basically said, let's all honor the Montreal Canadiens to bring home the Stanley Cup. Basically what they said. Downtown Toronto, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What? To say the Leafs nation is going out of their mind is an understatement. They want to burn the CN Tower to the ground. Yes. And that's their beloved CN Tower. Like the mayor of Toronto has has come out now and tweeted that, hey, the Toronto sign, you know, downtown Dundas Square there, the Toronto, the letters, Mm -hmm. that will never be in Montreal Canadiens colors. He's come out and tweeted that. CN Tower can do what they want, but Toronto's sign is never going to be changed. And look at I'm a Leafs fan, so let's make sure that's well known. We need this. This needs to happen. This, this CN Tower in Montreal Canadiens colors. Because how else are you going to reverse this, this curse, this whatever has gone on in Toronto, not only over the last 17 years, but since 1967? Like, this is an exorcism of all time, right? And who would have ever thought that the way to get out of this would be to put your guard down and support the Montreal Canadiens, like the last thing that anybody in Toronto wants to do. But it might be exactly what you need to do to get some good karma back, to open up and and get some goodwill on your side so the hockey gods want to give you some bounces. I think that's how Toronto finally wins. This is like a Saw movie, right? And Leafs fans, I've been going back and forth. Our intern, Rachel, I've been going back and forth on Twitter. She's like, no way. I'll never do it. Never happening. It's never okay. But this is like life or death here. You're sitting there and it's like the only way to survive is to shove your hand in the saw blade and fill up the bucket with blood. It's like the only way for the Leafs to get out of this might be this. Might be to support the Canadians. Uh... It's weird. Very weird. And the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should the CN Tower adorn Canadians' colors? Split right down the middle. 50-50. Yes and no on Twitter. And I don't know if you guys, what's that on Facebook? A little more saying yes. It's 61 totally say fine. totally fine. Jeff the Stamps fan says, good on Toronto. Way to support Canada. I'll say this. Calgary Tower could you imagine it in blue and orange? 
or green and gold. I remember, though, the night that the Riders won the Grey Cup in 2007. We were leaving the stadium, and the CN Tower was in green. Like, they see themselves as a national structure. So you can see why they do it. I can also see why Toronto is losing their minds over this. And, you know, the question yesterday was, could you find yourself cheering for Montreal the rest of the way? Not as long as Vegas is in it. No, I, I won't. But I remember 2006. Was it 2006? The Moose Jaw Warriors went to the league final in the Western Hockey League, and I found myself cheering for them. And I remember writing on my blog, why am I cheering for the Moose Jaw Warriors? They're the most hated rival that I've ever known. And somebody wrote in and said, because you're a sportsman, Rod. Like I, just was, I just found myself overcome with cheering for the Moose Jaw Warriors. So in the case of sportsmanship, it's what you're saying. Maybe this is what you people in Toronto need. But it hurts. Oh, that's, <laughs> it hurts. But it's not going to be easy. You're not just going to be gifted a win. I think that's the problem with that whole fan base, right? Yeah. You have to earn it and go through some pain. Ah, we're going to Seattle next. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. We're just getting rolling on Canada's daytime sports talk show. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.